You're listening to the Gluten-Free Guide Podcast with your host, Vanessa Weisbrod. Welcome to the Gluten-Free Guide Podcast. I'm Vanessa Weisbrod coming to you from the Celiac Disease Program at Children's National Health System. And I want to welcome my co-host for today, the fabulous Joanna McMahon from our education team. Welcome, Joanna. Hi, Vanessa. Thanks for having me. So today's podcast is an important one. One of the most difficult times to be diagnosed with celiac disease is during your teen years. We see patients on a regular basis in the clinic struggling with the challenges of being a teen in general, but that's now compounded by the added stress of adjusting to a gluten-free lifestyle. To help all of our teen listeners and the parents of teens that we have listening in, we have our wonderful summer intern and patient advocate, Chloe, in the studio with us. One of her big projects with us was to create a celiac teen guide, so we're really excited to talk with her about that today. Welcome, Chloe. We're so happy you're here. Thank you for having me. So let's just jump right in. Chloe, can you tell us a little bit about your experience as a teenager with celiac disease and how you came up with the idea for the teen guide? Well, I'm 17 years old. I was diagnosed when I was 13, so I have a little bit of experience with it by now. I came up with this idea to start writing a teen guide based on my experiences as a teenager with celiac disease and pretty much... I wanted to formulate and compile everything that I've interacted with in terms of my celiac disease and how it has had an impact on my life as a teenager. So Chloe, why did you think this was going to be so important to share with other teenagers? What did you hope other teenagers would gain from this? Well, I think that a lot of teacher, a lot of teenagers struggle with the social component of celiac disease. And I struggled with it myself. I had a hard time advocating for myself when I was first diagnosed. And so I think that hearing from another teenager would be easier and teenagers could learn a little bit more from someone that has a similar voice to them. And so I think that hearing from a teenager and being able to get a little glimpse into my life experiences as a teenager with celiac disease could help these kids and help them figure out how to make their lives as easy and as normal as possible with celiac disease. What do you think is the biggest challenge for teens with celiac? I think it's learning how to act. Whether that's going from middle school to high school, whatever it may be, just emotional, physical changes. So I think that learning how to advocate for yourself is really hard for teenagers with celiac disease because in addition to trying to find yourself in the normal world, trying to find your friends, trying to do well in school, all of that, they also have to learn how to be their own advocate and make sure that they live a healthy life. And sometimes it feels awkward for teenagers to say certain things when they go to a restaurant. Sometimes they don't know what to say. Sometimes they don't feel comfortable saying what they have to say in order to make sure that they're safe. And so I think that learning that celiac disease doesn't have to be super difficult, but it's still important to know how to take care of yourself, know how to advocate for yourself. And I think that that's really hard for teenagers sometimes. I don't know about you, Vanessa, but I think that's unfortunately something everyone struggles with. So no matter what, that's great advice for moving forward, right? Absolutely. (laughs) 
So Chloe, what kind of tips do you offer on that um, to help teens learn to advocate for themselves? Well, I talk about my own experiences a lot in the teen guide, and I talk about the support system that I had, that support system being my family and children's hospital. And I think that that's one of the most important parts, and that's what helped me learn how to advocate for myself was having a really great support system around me. So I think that the best way for teenagers to feel safe and secure and be able to ensure that they stay healthy is having people around them that know about celiac disease, know, understand what they're going through, and are willing to help them. That's great, Chloe. How does the Teen Guide help kids make their school experience as safe and normal as possible? Well, again, I talk about my experience at school. I talk about how sometimes it's hard to go to the cafeteria and get food like everyone else, but you can always bring your own food if that's the way that you want to live. But also a lot of school cafeterias are willing to accommodate kids and it's not that difficult if you contact the right people. So when I was first diagnosed, we talked to the head of food services at my school and they were very accommodating. They wanted to make sure that I was staying safe. I ended up deciding to bring my own my own food to school because that's just what I preferred. But I know that sometimes it's hard to reach out and say, are you willing to accommodate me? But it's very important in order to make sure that you're safe. And it's also nice to keep your options open, right? Yes. So in addition to your life at school, the Teen Guide also talks about dining out and other real life things, right? So what are some other things that you've gone over with them in there? Well, a big part of my struggle as a teenager was talking to my friends about celiac disease and about how, um, about what that meant for me. So I gave, I give some tips about how to explain celiac disease to your friends and what you can do if you're going over to a friend's house, if you're going out to a restaurant, because it's more than just school. It's more than just living at home. It's you want to be as normal of a teenager as possible. And that's very doable with celiac disease, because once you become your own advocate, then so many doors are open for you. You can you can go to certain restaurants and feel very comfortable there. You can go to your friend's house and bring your own food or they can have food for you. So there are all kinds of tips about how to advocate for yourself, how to make sure that you are, are having fun, but still in safe and comfortable situations. That's so great and so important. Um, I was diagnosed when I was in college, so I was just past the teen years, but it would have been great to have had someone else sharing their story with me and being able to learn from them. So Chloe, tell me, what advice do you have to offer teens in in terms of dealing with their dietary restrictions and social life? How have you handled this with your friends? Well, I do talk about my personal experience in the teen guide. I talk about how at first I only confided in a few friends. I like sat them down, explained what I was going through, through my diagnosis process, and everyone was so understanding. I mean, that's what your friends are there for. They're there to support you and help you through anything, really. So I think that finding people that you're able to confide in, you're able to feel support from, 
um, is very important. And I talk about that a lot in the team guide and about how it's, it's not that difficult to explain celiac disease to someone, to explain how you have to live your life, how your dietary restrictions come into play. And so I think that being able to explain your disease to someone is a very important part of celiac disease because not a lot of people understand the extent of celiac disease. Sometimes people will just be like, oh, okay, so you can't eat gluten. But then there's the whole aspect of cross-contamination. So being able to explain how the precautionary measures that you have to take in order to eat really anything is important. And I think that talking to your friends throughout the diagnosis process or even after is very important so that they're aware because your friends always have the best intentions in mind and they always want to help you. And that's, that's what I felt throughout my experience. That's great. Yeah. It's so true. Educating people makes a huge, huge difference. So Chloe, do you have any advice for the parents of celiac teens? Um, How do you find a balance between taking responsibility of your own health and having your parents still be involved? Well, when I was first diagnosed, I would kind of let my parents do the talking when we were at restaurants or when we were going over to someone's house. But I think that at a certain age, especially for teenagers, they want to feel that independence. They want to be able to take care of themselves. So I think for teenagers, it's really important that they learn how to advocate for themselves again. It's this whole theme coming back. And so it's fine if you're uncomfortable asking those questions at a restaurant or bringing your own food when you go to a friend's house in the beginning. But I think that as teenagers grow up and they get more comfortable with living with celiac disease, then they learn how they learn what questions to ask. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. My parents don't do the talking anymore. I've learned how to do that by myself, but it definitely took some time for me. And so I think just figuring out your level of comfort is important and um, doing whatever is best to keep yourself safe. That is such great advice. So Chloe, now where can people find this teen guide? You can find it on the Children's National Gluten-Free app. And is, is that it? <laughs> That's an excellent question. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's also, it will also be posted on the Children's National website. It's childrensnational.org slash celiac. And you'll be able to find it there. But if you don't have our app, it's the Gluten-Free Digital Resource Center from Children's National. And you can find it in that app as well. And we will link to the app again in the show notes. So, Chloe, I want to thank you so much for all of this great information and spending so much time working to put this guide together. It's already a great resource for us to be used in the clinic, and I know that lots of teenagers around the country and probably the world are going to get use out of it. So thank you so much for putting it together. Well, thank you for having me, and thank you for letting me make this teen guide. Absolutely. Well, folks, we are all out of time for today. We really hope that you enjoyed today's podcast, and we will talk to you again next time. 